Hi everyone, welcome to a, another episode of the 5-1 Speedway Show. This is a brand new uh, feature for us uh, tonight. Uh, we are live. It is the first time we're trying this, so fingers crossed it works, people, because uh, as I say, it's a, it's a brand new uh, start for us and trying something different. Uh, hopefully you've managed to catch up with the last episode of the show, uh, featured uh, Ben Hopwood. Um, it was a very entertaining and very interesting conversation. Uh, sticking with the National League theme tonight and also looking it up into the uh, the championship. As you can see behind me, you could probably work out who my guest is tonight. It is an up-and-coming hot prospect uh, and one to watch. He did really well uh, last season with riding on the continent in under-21 and the 19 championships with Team GB and by himself individually. Please welcome to the show, Dan Jukes. Good evening, good evening. How you doing, fella? You good? Yeah, all good, thank you. How are you? Happy New Year. Happy New Year to yourself, mate. Happy New Year. But uh, how's things with you? Yeah, not too bad. I'm just, um, I'm coming up to like my last kind of full week at work. Um, so that'll be like this week. Um, and then I'll go to like a part-time shift um, just to, tr- you know, start to then focus fully on my training, focus fully on the season coming up. Um, so no, it's, you know, it's been a good off, to, good off season. I've just been working, um, you know, since since the the end of the season just trying to you know get some money in for you know for all my equipment for next year so well that's good to hear mate that's good to hear i mean i know you had a uh, a busy season last year not just in the uk but uh riding abroad like i said you rode in uh in france in the french league and and things like that and also uh under 19 european championship okay you were a reserve but you still got two <laughs> rides in that meeting um which is, which is obviously good for yourself i mean traveling to was it riga wasn't it for that meeting yeah yeah riga yeah yeah how'd, uh, no. you, how'd you find it all yeah, like last year was definitely my busiest season of racing. You know, I did, I don't know, I think I did about 60 meetings, you know, over the years. So for me, it was definitely the most busy I've been. Like other other than before that, I'd done like half a season in National League, obviously with my injuries and things. So for me to go from that, you know, straight into um, almost like professional racing was, was, was really good. You know, we had a positive season, um, you know, and I finished off really well, which was great. Um, you know, Obviously, I started off the season relatively well and we were getting a lot of kind of European meetings or a few European meetings. Um, and then obviously, ju- once that kind of finished, we were then just did um, championship. And, uh, you know, it, 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 I found it tough for a while. Um, just having Kent as, you know, my home track was quite tough just for the simple reason is, you know, we weren't able to practice at all there. Um and, you know, we were kind of turning up and it was almost like, you know, riding a way track every week. And um, but, you know, we started to get there. It took me, you know, a few meetings, but we started to get there with it. And, you know, my points started improving. And then, you know, we come into the National League and, um, you know, it went really well from from then on, really. So ideally, you know, it was planning on me going back there for, um, you know, 2022. And, um, you know, I was, you know, felt confident and ready to do that. But unfortunately you know that didn't go to plan and um you know now i'm starting a new new chapter at plymouth so i'm uh you know i'm really looking forward to it and my first championship meeting of the year was at plymouth and you know it was actually one of my best ones so uh you know i'm looking forward to it and um, you know it's a real professional team and um you know some of the stuff they got planned is um you know really exciting well that's good to hear mate more than anything because obviously uh kent being a tight tricky track you're going to plymouth again a tight tricky track um have you been able to get into this uh was it uh polish under 24 team or have you no, a team 
No, I haven't been able um, to get a team f for this year. I know a few of the other lads um, have been able to, but, um, you know, for me this year, it was, um, you know, the, the offer didn't come up. So, you know, it was something, um, you know, that it would have been ideal to, to get into um, because, you know, like even from the experiences I had last year, it was, uh, you know, Europe's definitely the place where, you know, you got to ride and, uh, you know, the level of them guys out there, are, you know, they're riding at you know such a high level and uh, to be riding against them guys every week you know you're going to be improving um but no it's uh you know something that um hopefully we can do in the near future yeah well i'm sure that door's going to be open to you in the few years time because you've got a bit of time on your side i must admit you know <laughs> so you think you're going to be all right but let's rewind the clock a little bit how did it all sort of start for yourself? Because I've, I've read a few things about it saying that you wanted a bike for Christmas and, and all that sort of thing. And then all of a yeah. sudden Santa delivered and you got yourself a bike. <laughs> yeah. Um, long story short was, it was about two at the time and my nan passed away. Um, and my dad didn't want, you know, my pap or granddad sitting at home by himself. So mm. it was something that... Um, you know, my pap used to take my dad to when he was a child. So, um, you know, like, oh, you know, we should go to the Speedway and the nearest place was Coventry. So, um, you know, they went there and they took me along when I was two and it just came, you know, a regular thing. We just went there every Friday and, uh, you know, we went there for until it shut, you know, every week. So it was um, something that had always kind of been around. Um, and, you know, I was doing a lot of things at the time, like, you know, I was doing football and, and things like that. And, you know, like my, my dad had, played football um you know for a few years and it was kind of all that we'd known you know as a family really mm. was that and you know we'd done all these coaching badges and everything was kind of set out for me to play football and uh and it got to about five I think I was um and you know I'd obviously still been watching uh you know Coventry and I you know I wanted to get a motorbike and it got to a point, you know, I got it for Christmas, Father Christmas, uh, you know, got me a motocross bike. And, uh, you know, it then got to a point where um, my dad just said, look, you see, though, you know, we've got to focus on one or the other. You even do motocross or you even do football. Um, and, you know, I chose to do, you know, motocross. And uh, it went from there, really. You know, we started off on the bottom and, um, you know, my dad had to learn it all from scratch, really, because he'd had no kind of experience with motocross or, you know, he'd had a road bike, but no sort of like you know let's say maintenance as such and mm. you know it had to learn it all from scratch so um you know it's all, all credit to him really to to where I am now so it's uh, you know it's been a long time I think like I said I started riding about five and a half so um you know we did a few years of like motocross and just riding in like the local kind of tracks around me and obviously still going to Coventry at the time I, I still wanted to do speedway and kind of the next thing towards that was to do grass track um and there was a few people that lived, you know, near me who who also did grass right there a few years older, but um got talking to them and you know made the transition to to grass track when I was about six or seven. Um did, you know, kind of obviously like the, the motocross class, um, then went up to the sixty fives, which is on a you know proper grass bike. And um then I think I was about eight or nine when I bought a bike, you like or family bought a bike for me for christmas again um a speedway bike and um yeah we started riding that and you know didn't look back really just as soon as i got a speedway bike i just run to ride speed i didn't want to do grass track or motocross it was just that was it just you know riding speedway um obviously coming from like a working class background it was just a case of riding when we could and um kind of the 
the best track for me to ride at the time was was led because it was open you know every weekend mm-hmm. um whether that be saturday or sunday you know we dad had kitted out the van um you know with a bed and things like that and we'd just um you know go down on the saturday morning and um sleep over and just try and get as much riding in as possible at the weekends um so it was yeah just literally just trying to ride as much as i can and um you know with age or just you know bigger bikes and um and you know just keep on progressing really and you know that's that's it really is just keep riding and and keep progressing which is exactly what you keep doing now mate apart from <laughs> it's just on a bigger scale you know? yeah, yeah and a bit more a few more tracks available yeah. to you but yeah i mean i can i can relate to that you know coming from a, uh, that sort of mm-hmm. background myself and you know riding highway uh yeah, yeah eastbourne even eastbourne training track eastbourne senior track you know all the places that you could ride really um so yeah i mean who was your sort of like rider you looked up to as a kid then if you're coming from coventry then because obviously um, that time there's quite a few boys you could look up to there yeah like when i was first going you know you had like chris harris which was pretty much you know like chris scott and rory and mm. um people like that which you know you'd you'd look up to is like you know your top riders for coventry um you know as i started to get older you know you start to watch more like you know the grand prix side Mm. um but i'd say like when i was younger it was probably you know someone like scott or or, sorry someone like chris harris really who is um you know someone that i'd look up to but then as i started watching more and um you know the grand prix side it was I was a big fan of, um, you know, Jason Crump. I liked him quite a bit. Um, I didn't, I liked Nicky coming like towards the end of, um, you know, like towards the end of his career, uh, mm. probably from about 2012. Um, I started to like him a bit more um, just through kind of, I didn't necessarily like the way he rode all the time. Um, <laughs> I, I think, I I think thought, a lot of people can agree with you on that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but I just thought, like, you know, how kind of dominant he was in this sport. You know, it's, um, you know, so everyone, everyone's dream, you know, to, to be that successful. And I guess, like, people like Tony Ricardson and that were a bit before my time. Like, I never really saw them riding, like, live. Because um, I think the first year I went to Cardiff was 2006. And... Um, I never really like remember it too much. Obviously, I remember like Chris winning it. Um, mm. at Co- uh, sorry, Cardiff. Um, but anything before then, I'm not really, you know, don't really remember too many riders. But um, no, I get, you know, I definitely say for me it was, you know, Jason Crump. Um, you know, as a young rider, mm. you know, I looked up to. Well, that's a good idol to ride uh, to look up to because obviously him coming back last season. Did you actually get a chance to ride with him, or was he injured? I didn't. At the time? I didn't ride with him because when I was meant to race against him at Plymouth, um, mm. but he got injured at Wolverhampton the day before, so I never actually, <laughs> I never actually got around to um, riding with him. But I had a few like you know training days with him and things, and uh, I think you know to for his kind of record, which was like top three in the world for ten years straight, mm. is like you know phenomenal really, and you know just the the consistency of what he did, you know, like, yeah, he didn't, you know, win as many as Tony and things, but I think just being at, you know, the highest level for that amount of time is, you know, it takes a lot of hard work and, um, you know, keeping up the motivation to, you know, to do it every year because, you know, you can get to a point where, um, you know, you see a lot of people, they'll, you know, they'll get to a point and, you know, they'll become kind of happy with that and other people will overtake them. But to keep that up for, you know, 10 years is, um, you know, takes a lot of hard work. 
Yeah, like anything, I think consistency is the key in this sport. Mm. You know, yeah. whether whatever level you're at, you know, as long as you're consistent, and I mean yourself, especially this year, you know, you were fairly, fairly consistent. You know, okay, like anyone, you had the up and down meetings, but just before you got onto this season, um, you did a, you had a, a couple of uh, seasons doing the uh, British Under 16s, um, yeah. which uh, was was I suppose a good learning curve, should we say, because you were against the likes of. Tom Brennan at the time, yeah, yeah, um, and the Spillers and and people like that. So you I mean you, you must have taken a lot of uh, positive positivity from those sort of up and coming youth meetings. Yeah, I, I didn't really like race too much, like other than on really a five hundred. Um, mm. Like I did like one season on a, a one two five, um, and then I moved I moved on to a two fifty, um, and then. I did one race on that at Scunthorpe, but I just kept blowing them up and it got to a point <laughs> where my dad was like, we can't afford to keep doing it. So it was either like we stopped riding for a while to build up the money um, or, um, you know, get me a 500 and, um, you know, set me off early. But, you know, so I, it was a bit of a no brown. I said, you know, let's go into a 500. And I was on a 500 at, um, just before my 13th birthday. Um, and, you know, it, it, it did, you know, because obviously moving from a, a 250 to a 500 yes the kind of the bikes feel similar but mm. because everything happens a lot quick on a 500 i did end up having you know quite a few crashes um <laughs> just because you know i didn't have kind of that learning time on a 250 um whereas you know you see a lot of lads now who would you know they'll be on a 250 for a long time and then just before they go national league you know then they'll move on to a 500 and i think having that learning on that kind of because you, you get a similar feel to how the 500 feels um whereas you know i never really had that but it was just you know that's what we could do at the time and uh you know i wanted to carry on riding so and then i think i did like once i turned maybe 14 i did um a couple rounds on the 500s um and then i broke my wrist at rye house um in the final um so that kind of you know, put me out for that season. And then the year after was, was it when it was between me and Drew and, um, you know, that was kind of my first kind of full uh, year of racing. Um, and then obviously the year after that was when I went, you know, MDL and obviously I was in year 11 at school. So, you know, I, I did want to go national league. Um, and, you know, it was just a case of, um, you know, parents just said, look, we want you to get, you know, your education comes first and, um, you know, I had to suck it up, really. It was, you know, I can't do anything about it. So um, got that out of the way. Obviously did, yeah, did a year of kind of MDL racing, which was, I think it was good because as well, as much as I did want to go in National League, I wasn't ready um, because I hadn't had as much racing as, or racing slash riding as what the other boys had had. I wouldn't have come into it and let's say, uh, you know, picked off, you know, or done as well as I did the year after. Um, so I think it was, you know, a blessing in disguise really that, you know, we did cold back and I was able to just focus on my racing at kind of MDL level and keep up, you know, riding different tracks and things like that. And, you know, even just riding like Eastbourne and Peterborough, which was my main two, you know, it's like polar opposites of tracks and, you know, two tracks in which take two very different techniques to ride in. Um, and, you know, we chose it, you know, we chose them two tracks on purpose. Um, and I think that year helped me, you know, definitely develop, you know, from the way I started riding that year to the way I finished was, um, you know, I went from someone that, you know, maybe 
stay at reserve all year in the National League to someone that would eventually progress up to, you know, a heat leader. So I think it was, you know, the correct thing that we did. And um, and then, you know, I was quite fortunate. I was in a fortunate position, you know, that season to have a lot of interest from, you know, clubs in the National League. So we kind of had a choice on where, you know, we wanted to go. Um, and, you know, I went to Kent, like, for the first time. I think it was... Bank holiday Monday, um, they'd invited me down to, you know, ride the track. And um, because I'd rode quite a lot at Rye House, um, I was comfortable on that kind of, um, you know, shape of a track. And mm. I went there and immediately, you know, felt really comfortable at Kent. And, um, you know, they treated us really well and, um, you know, like supported us, you know, n- not just in terms of my riding, you know, it was just you know, they supported my family and, um, you know, anything we needed that, you know, be able to help. And I think that was, you know, the main thing with Kent is it wasn't just about the ride and, you know, they, they actually cared about the riders and, you know, the riders family, which was, um, you know, I don't think, um, you know, many clubs would do that. So for, you know, for me to start my career off with such a good club was, um, you know, I couldn't have, you know, thought of a better club to go to. No, I mean, because uh, with having Len at the helm, you know, he, he knows how to treat the ride as well, looks after you, um, tells you a few pointers, you know, <laughs> and things like that. But um, no, like you said, it's, it's probably the best club that you could have gone to in National League because it was well, it's well run, um, well organised. Like I said, Len Silver years of experience you know running right houses both the well championship slash premier league team and also the, the national league team you know so you're going in, you're walking into a, a good promotion it's a promotion that will give uh guys like yourself and uh vinnie jones you know another rider i know uh jake mulford you know people like that they gave them all give them all chances and say well you know sink or swim or if not just mm. be be yourself you know and for yourself like you say your first season well actually before that you had two outings in challenge matches you had one in yeah. the laurels and then you had one in the uh the lakeside match That's i it. think the lakeside match you got you had five rides and got 11 plus one and it's yeah. like where, where's this sort of come from it's like <laughs> it's just a kid doing mdl yeah, okay yeah. all right he's doing yeah. the right mdl yeah, but then you go into the National League or a National League challenge and he gets nearly enough a maximum, you know, apart from, yes. apart from one ride where you got a, a zero, but we can yeah, erase yeah. that one <laughs> a little bit. So yeah, that must, was, be, um, must be good for yourself then. Yeah, like obviously I'd finished like my school by then um, and it was weird because as soon as I'd finished school, the, the actual weekend of that, I broke my shoulder. Um, mm. So I was out then for, you know, a month or whatever I was out for, but that I got invited to ride for, um, you know, Lakeside um, at Kent in a challenge match. And it, because I knew I was going, you know, National League next year, um, it was just a good test to see kind of where I was at so we could, you know, go away in the winter and um, know what to work on. And I went there and, you know, I just had no, you know, no expectations. I was just, you know, riding my bike. And, um, you know, my first race, I got pushed out wide was last and come from last to first and you know I'll always remember that race you know it was um you know one of my favorite races and it you know that night went really well it's you know I went I made one mistake all night which you know cost me like let's say a full maximum um but um but no live and learn, was, live and learn. <laughs> yeah, yeah and, and then obviously a couple of weeks later I then got invited to the laurels and come third and you know from then on I kind of knew from you know how the the management was and how um you know the fans treated me and you know I'd turn you know I'd go there and it wouldn't you know it'd feel like um you know like a place I wanted to go and um it just everything just felt right so you know we signed there and uh 
no, it's like I said, it was you know it was the right choice for me to do it at the time. Um, I think kind of the, the the main downfall to Kent is just because they couldn't get on the track as much as we wanted. You know, because we didn't have that opportunity to you know do any testing or or anything there. It, you know, it was quite hard to um, you know get comfortable, especially you know as a rider who um, is moved up to the championship. Um, it was hard to get, you know, com- confident and comfortable around there because, you know, if you're, you know, when, when you're winning, winning races, you know, it doesn't matter kind of what track you go to, you're going to be confident. Whereas if you don't have that confidence and then you're not comfortable on a track, you know, it, you, you tend to, um, you know, make more mistakes and you start to overthink. Whereas, you know, w- when you're confident, you just turn up to a meeting and uh, put on your helmet and, you know, you have that confidence to beat any rider. So, but no, you know, we, we got there in the end and, you know, like I said, I felt as though, uh, you know, I finished, you know, the season as, um, you know, as almost as, you know, as well as I could, I think, um, in like maybe my last five meetings, I've dropped about two points. So, um, you know, for me, that was uh, a great end to the season and hope to, you know, keep it up for next season, really. But um, like I said, I've, you know, I've spoke to Plymouth and, uh, you know, kind of the things that we learn from Kent um, you know, kind of the things that we'd like to get out of it. You know, I've spoke to Plymouth about it and, you know, opportunities there, um, you know, sound good. And like I said, the stuff that they've got planned during the during the season and, you know, going forward is, um, you know, really exciting things. So it's, you know, it's great to be a part of, you know, almost a growing club. Yeah, it very much is a growing club down there. I know with uh, Matty Bates uh, down there, you know, laugh, laugh a second with him, you know, and stuff like that, which is always good. But, you know, Go, just going back to touching on the Kent stuff again, obviously affecting the championship stuff now. Um, like you said, when you couldn't get on the track, because your press and practice has always been at Iwade because you've not yeah. been able to get on the track, which obviously it showed, I think, in the first few meetings of the championship side, when I think uh, you, you struggle to, I think, win meetings or, or even um, yeah, get draws but... and things like that. Because I think only yourself really was the only one who had experience of Central Park, really. Yeah, I think me and, me and Ben... Um... Obviously, Ben Morley, you know, probably had the most experience of of Kent. Um, But no, you know, it was tough at the start of the season, Um, especially like, you know, my first meeting had a crash and, um, you know, things like that. And we we, we were just kind of, I'm not really someone to blame, like the equipment and I'll just keep putting it down to myself. Um, You know, I like almost like I need to make it work. And it got to a point where, you know, things did need to change. And, you know, I had to try different things. Um, So it took us, you know, a few meetings to to kind of understand it. And kind of as much as, you know, you have experience on that track, the track always, you know, sometimes, um, you know, the track can change with how the weather is and, Mm. and, you know, the material he uses and things, you know, like if it's not the same material, you know, it can change. So, um, it, you know, it did, um, you know, it did change. And, uh, you know, we from from the experience we had in 2019, um, you know, to then go, you know, have almost, you know, a full season off Kent, then come back. And, it, you know, there was a few things that, um, you know, we turn up in 2019 and the track will be, um, you know, you'd look at the track and be like, right, it's going to be like this. And then you'd go out and it'd be, you know, totally different. So it took us, you know, a while just to get used to it and get used to, um just the level of, you know, racing. And I think, you know, I think everybody says that the, the biggest thing in Speedway is confidence. And, you know, if you have a confident rider, you you, you know, you're going to be doing, um, you know, you're going to be riding well, you know, just being able to go to the tapes and, and know that, um, you know, 
that you have that confidence behind you um it is you know probably the most important thing and um at, at times you know i didn't have that which was um you know kind of costing me um but you know it's, it's understandable at the level i'm riding at and you know at the end of the day before this year or last year i'd only had kind of half a season in the national league so to go from you know half a season in the national league to then riding you know championship is um you know a real big step but um we were constantly learning and like i said eventually we got to the end of the year and you know we we were kind of um you know where we'd you know where we'd want to be which is good because now you got you work off a base again to go up into well be uh, more solid than that in the championship we say out of the reserve berth into a second string maybe touching heat leader maybe might be a good goal and maybe even get in uh premiership outings you know um or something like that would be surely a good goal for you for next season yeah i think you know i, I don't tend to kind of look at things that are out of my control um you know just try and control the things that i can which is you know my own kind of personal um you know performance you know you can be in a team where you can have a really high average and still be at reserve you know mm -hmm. so it's um you know I just try and focus on my own things and you know look at my own performance and see you know analyze myself and see you know what I'm doing or you know what I'm not doing is you know normally the normally the case um you know compared to you know what someone you know you know why someone's you know doing different things and um I think just being open-minded to, you know, whatever people are doing and, you know, however people ride it and things, because, you know, you, you can get kind of stuck in your own ways and, um, you know, you think that, you know, you're right all the time. Whereas sometimes, you know, you have to be open-minded and, um, you know, look at what other people are doing and, um, you know, take advice from everyone. And, you know, sometimes, um, you know, it might not be the right advice, but, you know, you can take um, little bits from everybody. Mm. Yeah. I mean, having someone like Scotty, as your number one last year, um, even having Paul Hurry in the pits, you know, um, Cameron Heaps, you know, people like that, you can all draw off of what they know. So you would help yourself in the long run, you know, and things yeah, like that's that. It. And then you go to go to someone like Plymouth, who again, are going to have a strong, strong team there again with Hans Anderson in the team. I mean, you can't get much better than, <laughs> sorry, it's, it's probably not almost like the next level up from Scotty. No offense, Scotty, <laughs> but it's, it's a case of it is literally, you're, you're, you'll be working with again, someone who's, a lot who's won Grand Prix, been in uh, Grand Prix finals and things like that, you know. So again, you can draw off that experience. Yeah, I think that, like the the main thing like for me is I'm you know I'm someone that um, you know I can watch things. You know, I'm a, like a visual learner, um, and you know I like to to be able to watch things and you know pick up things that other people are doing, and you know just having that availability to be able to. To, to watch them ride and see, you know, kind of what lines they're doing and, you know, what they're doing at certain points and um, and things like that. And I think, you know, that was definitely something that I found last year was going from like the National League um, to the Championship is, you, you know, a lot of the Championship riders are, you know, they're doubling up to the Premiership instead of, you know, almost riding National League and Championship. So, you know, you're coming up against a lot of, you know, top riders and, you know, just being able to see kind of the stuff they're doing, you know, on the track and, and everything, then you can um, start to put that into into your riding. Um, and then that's when, you know, you start to progress and, and things like that. But um, like I said, I think 
being in a team with you know such good riders um and like i said like you said you know such um vast experience is you know something that will definitely help me and you know you can take a lot of um take a lot of advice from them just looking forward to this coming season i mean again you're signed to do both the national league and the championship is that sort of like uh your own personal choice do you think like one more season in the national league would do you some good or is it just a case of you know um test things out in national league keep a good average in that and then just plow plow on in the championship then i think having um like for me obviously a the, the biggest thing for me was like what I felt was like I didn't have that kind of race craft or race experience compared to some of the others. Um, and, you know, when like when I signed for Plymouth, um, you know, they said they were doing a national league and, you know, I was instantly like, yeah, that's what I want to do. Um, you know, riding there or racing there twice a week, whatever we'll be doing was, um, you know, something that, um, you know, I wanted to do. And I feel, or, you know, that's what I felt was, you know, I just need to, to keep racing and you know keep learning um about different lines and, and things like that and just you know keep up my race craft really it's not really a case of um you know i want to spend a certain amount of years in this league or mm. want to get a certain average it's just a case of keep racing and um you know keep up that um you know experience really because as much you know you can practice as much as you want but you know nothing nothing compares to racing um so uh you know i thought it was you know ideal really you know being my home track so you you know you're riding there a lot and you know you're just getting comfortable um and i felt as though you know definitely in the national league um like last year where you know you could have done with you know a few more meetings kind of in between to um you know to a try new things and um and kind of have a feel like you you know you're having less pressure and mm. um and everything really i do think the more you ride in your home track it, it, the better oh yeah the, like you say and i can even say that laps and laps and laps and laps is the key i mean i mean like yourself i mean i have seen that you go down to lid on sundays when you don't have a meeting just to go and try something and you know and help the boys there because obviously you know there's a lot of kids go down there who are learning for the first time which again is just giving back to the sport which is great to see mate more than anything um but yeah i mean just turn to a different team when you went to start to go over the old um the old uh, ten, like, the river to go and ride in France, you know. Uh, how did that sort of come about? Because that was that's sort of like I was another another French league saying just sort of getting going again, mm. you know, and things like that. How did that sort of come about? Because that's a really strange move. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I got contacted um, by Larry Old mid like um, midway through the season, um, and you know that they, they were looking for for a rider to ride um, in one of their meetings, um, and it was you know I remember just been on the way home from a meeting and um got contacted and um literally with this i think i rode at kent on the tuesday and the meeting was on the saturday um and i needed to confirm by like 12 o'clock that night um so it was just a case of like <laughs> yeah we'll do it and uh go from there and uh it was just you know unreal it was a just totally different kind of atmosphere um it just kind of felt a bit more like the old you know grass track days really of you know you're in a field and um <laughs> you know you got your gazebo out and uh you know everything was a bit more you know chilled out it was um you know a really cool meeting to be a part of and um you know i did quite well um and you know even as much as you know the french league it was i'm right i'm rated sorry i'm racing against people like adam ellis and david belaga who are you know um you know well 
well-respected riders in the sport and you're not going to get that chance to to race against them type of guys um you know very often so it was um you know a great learning opportunity for me and you know obviously i made um because it's quite obviously because it's only six man teams you have 14 mm. heats 12 of them are programmed and then heat 13 and 14 are basically i think the the two highest point scorers go into heat 14 and then the other two go into heat 13 and i made like heat 14 in both meetings i rode um so i was riding against you know like the, the top riders so i think david belago adam ellis um there was uh, Nico Cavatti and you know riders that are you know well-established riders in you know in speedway so to to race against them it's um you know great experience and uh you know it's just um like I said I really enjoyed you know the French league and it was uh like you know something that I um hope to be doing soon so when does their sort of season start then is it uh before our season or is it during, during the summer um I know n- normally I th- it's before our season um, like in, in the UK. Um, but obviously with everything that was going on with COVID and everything, yeah. um, it was then kind of just meetings throughout the year um, when they needed it. Um, I know last year they had four teams, um, which was then three meetings at home, three meetings away. Um, whereas I know this year they're not, they're, they're kind of unsure of what, what position they're in. So mm. We're still kind of waiting, you know, to confirm anything um, over there for, for this season. But um, no, it was, you know, it's it's a league in which, you know, you do have some, you know, top riders come through. Like last year, um, obviously, like I said, like Adam Ellis and that. And then um, in the next meeting I rode for, was it, which was at a different track, um, it was at Stephen Gore's dad's track, which is uh, Lamotte. Um, so uh, that was, yeah. Uh, Lamont was was the second meeting, which was like totally different. It was you know the track was massive, um, mm. and like one of one straight went uphill, the other one went downhill. So it was uh, you know it was um, it was it's a proper grass track then, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah it, was, it was quite a big track, and um, obviously kind of the good side to it is a it's a weekend, so you know they're, they're kind of unlimited for time. So there was a meeting in the morning, um, mm. which. It was against Morazes, and that meeting had Chris Harris, Adam Ellis, and David Belago. So I, I went there in the morning and watched them, and you you know you can kind of see the top of lines they're riding. Um, mm-hmm. And then in my team was um, uh, Max Dilger um, oh, yeah. and Nico Cavati, and then um, we had Andre Smetana, um, myself, and. Benjamin, so I, I'm not too sure. Um, but no, it was, you know, it was a, another good meeting. And um, because, like I said, because they kind of unlimited for time, they do like a two minute practice, or I think it's mm. a one minute practice. So before the meeting, you go out and, um, you know, you practice, you get like almost four laps of practice. So at least, you know, you, you do kind of know what the track is. Um, and then you have, kind of five program rides plus your you know your extra ride so you're getting you know plenty of racing and uh but no like i said it's just um uh you know a real chilled out environment and you know a great league to be a part of well that's good then that's good to hear and obviously when you reel off those sort of rides that you're riding against you know and also technically it's on a a kind of like a neutral sort of track because Mm. you don't ride there every week i mean apart from 
Balego and probably Adam Ellis, you know, they're probably the most experienced ones sort of there, you know. So again, riding on a neutral track, it brings out the best in both yourself and them because they don't know what the setup is off the time. Mm. You don't know what the setup is. So you're no, just kind no. of guessing and winging it. So again, another learning curve, another learning experience. So are you hoping to get another call to go back to the French league then? Or are you yeah, like, waiting to see? You know, we, we've been, obviously I've been like staying in contact with, um, you know, like Larry Ol, which was the team I rode for. Um, just, you know, they're just really nice people. And, um, you know, we got on really well with like the, the whole setup there. So, you know, we've been in contact and, you know, talking about you know more than speedway um so it was you know and that you know they're just still confirming kind of what's happening with the league you know what they're going to be doing um you know regarding next year but hopefully you know there should be some you know more information about that soon but um you know it was you know i'd definitely love to go back out there again you know this year it was um just such a, a nice you know just a whole weekend away in you know in france and it's right you know right down the, the south of france you know so i think it's three or four hours away from Spain. So it's, you know, really hot and you're in the vineyards and, um, you know, it's just a lovely place to go to. So what you know, is it? I was just saying, it's a holiday, but you're right yeah. at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> it's, basically, yeah. it's basically, it's basically yeah. like what, what, what you're kind of saying really. Yeah. But um, I mean, you've got a message there from someone on Facebook who's watching. So yeah, uh, if funny. any guys who are watching, you can more than likely put questions in um so you can stop me rabbiting on. If you want to ask Dan anything, feel free to, I can show it on here. And then, He'll hopefully answer your question for you. So just <laughs> if you want to leave a comment or or something, then uh, and I see it, I'll put it on here so you can see it. But um, other than running the French league, you had a good individual sort of season last year. I mean, coming off an injury as well, as, as well and things like that, you know, it's you know it's going to be a busy time, you know, and things like that. But you managed to get in what was it the under nineteen final? I say at the reserve, but you managed mm-hmm. to do the British under twenty ones, which you came third in. Yeah. So I mean that must be a goal of yours to try and win that for this coming season. Yeah, like we started off the season, I got phoned up um midway through the winter by Neil Thatcher, um, mm. who said that obviously the, the year before we only had like kind of two meetings, which was the under nineteens and the under twenty ones. And obviously the under nineteens are come second. Um mm. so then for for the 2021 season he phoned up and said um you know we'd like to to send you um to the under the european under 19 final or um you know the the european championships um and you know europe's i've never rode europe before you know this this season so it was something that i'd always wanted to do um and i got sent to hungary which was you know the, the first round um and it was meant to be like me, Drew and Jordan, uh, Palin, which is obviously the podium. Um, mm. And then there was a lot of stuff going on with COVID and, and things like that. And, um, you know, we got asked, to, you know, whether we whether we all wanted to do it. Um, and I was just, you know, I just felt like this, though, I couldn't turn it down. Um, you know, I'd wanted to go, you know, race in Europe for, you know, ever since I'd, you know, started riding Speedway and, you know, the opportunity was there and, you um, so we went to Hungary, you know, we were all by ourselves. It was first time there, first time, you know, driving abroad. And, you know, I think it took us ages to get over there because obviously you had the COVID and you're obviously leaving, you know, Europe. So you have all the the problem with the carnet and, you know, everything like that. So it was all, you know, a big learning curve for me. And because nobody in kind of the British Speedway had done done it with a carnet because it only just kind of come in, mm. Um it was just a case of learning as we go. So, you know, we were stuck at um, border control for a fair, a fair while, but, we, you know, we got there eventually. And I think 
from leaving our house to get to Hungary, it took us just over 36 hours, you know, with <laughs> delays and things. So, um, you know, it was, it was, a, you know, it was a trek, but, um, like I said, the, the meeting, it was my first meeting of the year. Um, and obviously coming from the season before I'd only done one and a half race meetings because obviously the under 21s, you know, wrote self off. So, um, mm. I'd only done like one full race meeting. So to go in there and I wasn't, really too like i didn't really know too many of the names of the european lads it was just a case of i turned up and you know you know a few of them because of what they did like you know from the the earlier days um you know some people turn up with some you know amazing equipment you know they got everything on the plate for them and um you know i was just turned up and had literally had no expectations all i got told was if you want to qualify um make sure you pick up points you don't come last in any race and score double figures so that was just the goal was just you know qualifying for um for latvia um and you know went in there and you know, did quite well obviously i got 10 points i didn't get any last places and still didn't manage to qualify so <laughs> it's a bit disappointing really um but then you know i was watching i then started you know obviously the polish b-way was coming and i was like some of these like riders that i was riding against were riding the extra league you know and they've been riding you know for two or three months beforehand so it was um you know, good to to be riding against them riders and, you know, to see the level that they're riding at and, you know, the riders they're competing with was, um, you know, a good kind of confidence boost for yourself. Um, and then I think, so we did Hungary, um, obviously got first reserve for, for Riga. Um, and then a few weeks later, I then got invited back out to go to Poland um, to represent GB um, in the under-19s European pairs. Um, mm. And again that was you know an amazing experience you know poland was just it's been a place i've wanted to go for years um and to go out there and like you just walk around like get angst where it was and you know you see people in speedway t-shirts and like there's a like a, an underpath where the whole thing's just like full of old get angst riders and uh it was just you know such a an awesome you know place and uh i, I loved it there and Again, that meeting went really well. You know, I did practice and I felt, you know, good in practice. It was a different track to what I'd rode before. It was, you know, a lot bigger. Um, maybe not as not not as what I thought the Polish tracks would be. Um, mm -hmm. But, you know, it was, it was good and I really enjoyed the track. Um, and, you know, I was lucky enough to get two two races i think i did um because unfortunately Anders got injured um so then you know i got put in so um so no it was again great experience you know you're riding with the top riders um of my age in europe um mm -hmm. and you know you're constantly learning and like i said some of these riders you know they've all some of them have got Polish contracts. They're riding in first, second league in Poland, and they got so much more experience than mm. yourself. So to be, you know, racing with them, and you know, even sometimes beating them was, you know, just so much. You know, you gain so much confidence from that. And mm. thing, then we went obviously to to, to Latvia, um, and you know that was lucky enough because obviously it was such a distance. Um, I had my dad. Rob Cousins and my mum drove and I flew out. So I was pretty lucky, really. <laughs> oh, look at you, superstar. Yeah, yeah. Already. <laughs> um, but obviously, like, on the way to Latvia, put it in the sat I didn't really think anything of it, it was driving. And then they got stuck in um, Kaliningrad, which is part of Russia. Um, oh, okay, yeah. So 
they then got like sent into this bloody like Russian border control thing. So then they were stuck there for a while. So I was lucky I was flying out to be honest. Mm. <laughs> but no, it was again, it was you know a great experience. Um the the track obviously being reserved, I'd rode in practice and the track felt really good. Like I really liked it. It it wasn't very big, um, kind of more of like a an English style track it was quite mm. narrow um wasn't very wide and you know i really enjoyed the track and i felt good and then as the 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 night went on the track the track started cutting up real bad um mm. you know a lot of riders were crashing and you, you could see um a lot of riders were struggling but because obviously you can only stand in one position you couldn't see kind of the areas that were bad um mm. and i got put in I think maybe the third or fourth round of heats. Mm. So I just went there, like literally had no clue on what the track was doing. It was just a case of doing it. And then in my, the first corner, my rear chain come off, um, you know, I've like rarely ever had that done. And so I'd only got like one corner. Um, and then I got put in the last round of heats because uh, the other reserve broke down. So I then got put in again Um come second in that race um and it wasn't like the, the track had got quite bad by that point like they had to do like half an hour's worth of kind of grading and oh, packing right. it all back in so um it all cut up but the because of the, the other riders like some of the the better lads who obviously went on to you know do well they'd got like a line sorted out but because you couldn't see it from the position we were at you, you know it wasn't until you watched like the live stream afterwards you go oh mm. that should have been the line you rode but um, you know, it was just a case of I was the first reserve, and um, if you get a ride, then you know you're lucky, really. So, um, but no, and then after that, it was just going to um, to France, really, which mm. was again, you know, like I said, it was it was great. Mm. Well, just touching on that Riga meeting, um, yeah, I've I've seen the meeting um, back, and the track looked good for the first. 12 races mm. and like you said it did cut up quite badly mm. but i think that's because of the like say the style of the track being long and thin and flat and mm. everything else again which would probably again suits your style because you know you're sort of you're easily you can easily ride a big track and you can easily ride a small track mm. you know and things like that so but that first race how did you feel going up to the line then was you sort of nervous about it or was you um, just going to take it in your stride because everything happens so quick, like, you know, one minute you're watching the race and then all of a sudden you put in, you, you don't really have time to think. It's just a case of literally, and especially for the second race, because like once you've done like number 17, you do your ride, then it's a case of the number 18 has their race, then you're ready. So I wasn't even ready to ride in the second race at all it was like didn't you, you know didn't have anything ready it was just obviously we kind of destroyed a bike from snapping the rear chain so it was like we'd got the other bike ready um but you know it was just a case of it was literally like i think the second to last race or something so it was like the number 18's gone out um and you know i wasn't really like prepared to go out because I thought you know he's going to do it and then mm. obviously he broke down so I was like well we had, you know we need to get ready then um so I only had you know a few seconds to really get ready mm. um but no I didn't like you know I didn't think anything of it it was you know I didn't it's not as though I felt as though oh, you know I needed to go and win this race or I needed to win the meeting it was just a case of look you're getting an opportunity to race this is what you come you know you come here to 
just just keep keep up the learning you know you're riding against some you know i think in the last race you know i beat an extra league reserve so it was just a case of riding against them riders and um and just seeing you know how them riders ride um so like i said i never really felt as though um you know nerves as such it was you know like i said just a case of um gaining some more experience yeah which is again what matters and i mean um that that race that when you got the second place you were against leon and drew in that race um i think drew was still in with a chance of podium or something mm. like that and then you decided to get in the way and then he <laughs> and he i think he spun around or something like that wasn't it in, yeah, in, that, in that, that race it's, so it's a bit weird because really, obviously like i i made a terrible gate um i just stayed on the inside but nobody was really riding the inside because of all the ruts i was rode there and um got into third and then come into um Ben's three and Drew just went super wide. It almost looked like, you know, we forgot to turn his fuel on or something. Just how, mm. you know, how the bike cut out. Um, and then I was just, you know, just in second and, you know, didn't really think anything of it from there. It was just a case of riding and uh, and just gaining more experience, really. Mm. Yeah, exactly. That's what we can do at the end of the day, you know, um, on that sort of track. And again, it's nice that it's, well, it's not nice, but it is good as well that the track kind of chopped up a bit because again, you got to, you got to ride it when it was at its worst mm -hmm. rather than it's always at its best sort of thing. But if you were in the meeting properly, do you think you would have got a, like more than two points? Do you reckon you would have got about four, five, six, maybe something like that? Um, I think, you know, you'd hope, you know, you'd hope that you would have. Um, but, you know, like I said, I never really set expectations in terms of points because a lot of things can happen you know you could ride the best you ever have and get the worst gate and you know spin up so it's you know like i said I, I only try and control my own you know individual you know self and the way i ride the bike and um and keep learning really i never really set points goals or average goals or you know progress up to a certain number it's just a case of keep up your progression and if you can look back and go um you know, if you know you have a goal in mind, if you want to achieve something this meeting in terms of your riding, and I come away doing that, then it doesn't matter how many points I score. You know, I'll be happy that I've um, you know done that because at the end of the day, it's just the stage I'm at now is just a stepping stone, and you know, to to trying to become a professional. And um, you know, what I do at this age isn't going to determine what I do, you know, five, ten years down the line. Mm. Well, yeah, exactly. It's good to know that you've got your head screwed on and you mm -hmm. haven't got, like, you're not looking, like you say, five, ten years down the line. You're looking at tomorrow, mm -hmm. two days' time sort of thing. You know you know what you're doing. You know, where am I training next sort of thing? Where's my next ride going to be? Where am I going to be practising sort of thing? But um, we've got another question in, and it's from my dad. <laughs> so it's just basically saying, hi, Dan, if you could, if you had the chance to make one rule change, what would that be? Rule change? Do you even know the rule? <laughs> no, yeah. yeah, no. Um, I'm not. Yeah, rule changes. Um, yeah, I'm not. Not too sure, really. Um, I guess the only kind of annoying part at times is like because, of, like last year especially, like sometimes we were allowed to come off the track. So, like, if someone if someone had a crash then you're allowed to come off the track and go back to the pits. But then if someone just hits the tapes, then you have to wait on the track. Mm. So it was all like, just quite confusing. It's like either make the rule, you're allowed to stay on the track if someone crashes 
or or whether if someone you know either stay on the track or come back to the pitch you know and at times especially especially at Kent you know the pits are so far away from the track <laughs> it would just be easier to go you know come back mm. to the pits and change whatever you needed to and especially mm. in the national league because we were riding at you know the weather wasn't too great you know you get bloody covered or whatever it was easy just to go back to the pits but i guess that would be the only thing i would change is you know if you want to go back to the pits then go back to the pits at the end of the day you have two minutes and you're accountable to them you know if you want to go toilet in between them then you know <laughs> go to the toilet it's you know entirely up to you so you know i think that would be the only rule i'd change really is mm. you know as soon as the two minutes are on you know you, you know you're accountable to that and um get to the tapes in time really yeah, I do understand that rule because it can be confusing. With my dad mm. be, being uh, the clerk of the course at Eastbourne, he had a yeah, few yeah. of those sort of uh, issues whilst we were running last year. So, but um, yeah. yeah, keep if any more questions out there, guys, feel free to just leave a comment on the YouTube or on the Facebook page and and share it. I'm sure we can get a few more things out of Dan before we finish <laughs> up tonight, more than anything. So, but no, it's it's good to hear. I mean. Going back to obviously um, when you look up to like the likes of Rory Schlein and people like that, did you ever imagine that you'd be attending sort of like his training schools at Bellevue and, and, and things like that? I mean, how sort of beneficial are those to you now looking back at those? Yeah, I think definitely for me, like obviously when I was younger, um, like I said, I was a big Speedway fan, you know, I'd love it. I'd look up to all the riders, you know, I'd have my autograph book and things like that. And, you know, I'd ask riders for autographs and, and then when I started riding, um, then you start to to go on these training schools, you know, go to Poltec where you, you know, you're involved with Ollie Allen and um, and all these, you know, different things where you're involved with riders. And, you know, sometimes you do look back and you're like, I'd never have thought that, um, you know, you get tuition from them and sometimes even ride against them. You know, like I had it last year where, um, you know, I was in a race at Birmingham and I was in between Chris Harris and Scott Nichols. And it was like, if someone would have said to me when I was four or five years old at Coventry that I'd be in a race of them in 10 years time, or sorry, about 12 years time, mm-hmm. um, I'd have been like, you know, what are you going on about? So, you know, sometimes it, you know, it is quite um, almost surreal to, you know, to be in that position. But I think, you know, at the time when you're riding, you don't think of that. Um, it's not until, you know, you look back and you're like, cool, that was, that was quite cool to, you know, to beat him or to be in a race of him. Um but no, it was, like I said, I think it is, you know, because them riders have, you know, been there and, you know, they've done it, um, you know, some have reached, you know, higher than others. And um, and I think just, I think a lot of riders kind of know, you know, w- what they did wrong and, you know, what they change. Um, and I think, you know, at the end of the day, majority of people, you know, they want to help you out and they'll tell you kind of where they went wrong. And just so you know, you know, if you feel like you're going down a certain path, then you go, right, this is how this person felt when, you know, why they didn't become, you know, as successful as they wanted to be. Um, And this is, you know, the reason why. And if, you know, you feel like you're doing that, then, you know, you can change it. Um, Whereas, you know, for them, it might have been, you know, too late to, to do it. So I think just having almost, you know, their experience and telling, you know, just telling us, you know, kind of where they felt they went wrong, um is you know a major bonus really yeah and i think the only thing that will top off you run against chris and scott would be actually at coventry that would be the only <laughs> that'd be the only yeah. thing to sort of top that really wouldn't it yeah, yeah i think 
it was quite unfortunate really because I was never really able to ride commentary that much. Um, you know, I'd applied to be in mascot for years and years and never, you know, got round to, you know, being accepted as such. Um, and I'd done one second half, which was actually my first ever race on a speedway track, um, mm. was at Coventry. Um, and, and then the next time I rode Coventry was on a practice day. Um, and I was on my one, two, five, and one of the, I think it was one of the rockers went. Um, mm. so I wasn't then able like to ride. So it was a bit unfortunate because obviously like the, you know, the two chances or, well, I've got one chance, but the second chance, it, you know, I didn't really get to ride it and said I was never able really to to ride it too much. Um, but no, it was, you know, obviously when it went, you know, it was really unfortunate because nobody saw it kind of coming as such. Mm. It was just, you know, they, they'd signed all, I think they'd signed pretty much all their team and then all of a sudden they were gone and, um, you know, you never really had almost like a farewell meeting or anything. It was just a case of... Um, they were gone and, and that was it. So it's, you know, it is unfortunate because it, it's another track lost, um, yeah. you know, in English Speedway and, you know, you know, you can't keep suffering things like that. I know obviously at the time when Coventry left, um, let's say they probably weren't in the, as bad as position, um, but, you know, we, we can't keep seeing, you know, tracks going and, but it's nice to see some tracks coming back, um, you know, like Oxford and I know obviously I think Workington were looking at coming back or, Workington as a you know another track or something so it's nice to see that um you know some tracks are coming back and obviously I know um like Swindon and obviously Eastbourne are thinking about coming back so you know it, it's nice to see it and um you know we can't see you know English Speedway you know die out and it's mm. like I said it's nice to see you know clubs coming back mm. especially Oxford you know, you can't miss that out because obviously with yourself, let's say, doing the two leagues for this coming season, they're in two leagues. You're mm-hmm. going to probably go there two, maybe three or four times this year. You know, Yeah, it's obviously it's quite local to me. Like, I think mm-hmm. thing is probably only half an hour, 45 minutes away. So it's one of the local ones to me, really. So I'm looking forward to going there. I've never, no, never went there as a child or anything. Um, I think it's probably just, I think they'd stop riding, um, like as I was starting to watch it, if that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, I've seen a few kind of videos of what the track used to look like. Um, but, you know, it'll be it'll be nice to ride there. You know, I've seen a lot of things on Facebook of, you know, w- what they're doing with the track. And I think, you know, it looks like a great, um, you know, great place to ride. And, you know, it's nice to see people wanting to get involved with Speedway. You know, not a lot, not a lot of people are doing it nowadays. And mm. uh, it's nice to have more tracks opening. And um, it'll be, you know, great to, to ride another track. Exactly. I mean, I had the, I was lucky enough to ride in that last year when they done the, the conference. I only did one meeting, um, mm-hmm. and it's a good track to ride. Um, even when I rode there in the wet, it was still a good track to ride. But, yeah. but seeing that they're doing the track work to it by making it slightly wider as best as they can mm-hmm. will only encourage good racing around there. I exactly. mean, like you say, if you, you could watch the YouTube videos of it from what it was, but how it's going to yeah. ride now is going to be completely exactly. different. But yeah. um, it's good to know that, as I say. Oxford coming back. Um, I think with next year, we're looking like hopefully East will be back and Swindon back. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, all the rumour mill about Oddsall and Bradford maybe could come back, mm-hmm. could not come back. Mm-hmm. It'd be a good again. You know, then they said Northside with Workington, you know, so maybe next year could be a good boom year for speedway yeah, yeah. tracks, really, is what Fingers we need. Crossed. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Like, like I said, you know, 
we can't keep losing tracks. And, you know, since I've been riding, you know, we've lost a lot of tracks like Stoke and Buxton and, mm. and Coventry. And um, so it's, you know, a lot of tracks are, you know, going going under, which, you know, is not nice to see. And obviously I know at the end of last year, a few tracks got saved, like Birmingham and um, Newcastle. And obviously Kent were a bit unfortunate, but, you know, they're still running out of Iwade, which is, you know, great to see. Um, but, you know, like I said, we, we, you know, we can't keep losing tracks. Mm. No, like I said, with uh, whatever was going on at Central Park, I don't know the ins and outs what was going on there, but seeing Kent still riding, okay, Iwade's fantastic. They've had Conference League there before, you know. So, I mean, even if it's like one season there, it's still a track that's running, you know, mm. still a club that's running. Exactly. Um, I mean, I don't know the guy who's really running it, and I think he was the one of the sponsors of maybe Kent last year, mm-hmm. isn't he? Something like that. Yeah. So, again, it's, it's good interest and keen interest more than anything. That's it. So, as we're talking about tracks what would be your sort of ideal sort of speedway track to ride then? Is there one that you would like to go and ride? Is there one that you do ride now? Or is it just a case of you could think of one off the top of your head? You know? mm. I think like, I've never really had overly like a favourite track. Um, I've had a few that I like over others. Like for me, like I hated Stoke. Uh, mm. I went there twice and I made about three laps and that was it. So <laughs> never a track I like going to. Um, but I think... Obviously, growing up on Lid, um, or, you know, Lid would probably be, you know, like my all-time favourite track. You know, I'd go there, like, even now, I wouldn't have been there for a year. And, it, you know, when I go back there, it feels like going back to, um, you know, like your second home type thing. So, um, I always feel comfortable there. And for me, again, Ryehouse was another track in which I'd done a lot of laps around. Like, I'd had a lot of bad crashes there. Um, and it took me a while to you know, I hated the track. I didn't want to go. I didn't want to ride there. Um, and it took me a lot of time, you know, to work on, you know, my psychology and um, t- to ride there and get comfortable there. And by the time, you know, I'd rode there for two, three years and it then become, you know, one of my favourite tracks. So for me, I'd say, you know, someone like Lid um, or Ryehouse was, you know, my favourite track just because I'd rode there. Mm. Um, but then kind of moving forward was, then when I went to to Plymouth, I felt comfortable there because of the similarities to you know Ryehouse. Um, uh, you know I enjoyed Eastbourne a lot. I, you know I enjoyed riding there. Um, and then I also enjoyed you know going to the bigger tracks like especially you know Gdansk. I really enjoyed it there. Um, you know places like Bellevue and. Um, uh, you know, the, the place where I rode in Hungary. Uh, I'm not going to attempt to say it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Go on, but, try it. Yeah, Go on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but no, it was, uh, you know, a great track. And, um, you know, I like I like different challenges. And, um, you know, I like to, to try different tracks and learn different techniques. So for me, it was um, not necessarily about the track. It's just about learning and, um, you know, getting better at that type of track and getting the technique, really. Yeah, that's good that you're like a, a rider who can just adapt himself to any mm. sort of sort of track, which is exactly what you need in this in this game nowadays. You know, so obviously looking forward now to next season and a season's on. You know, where can I know you don't like looking too far in the future, but if you could pinpoint where you would like to be, sort of like in maybe five years' time, where would you where would Dan Jilks like to be? Um, I think you know you had you have to look towards you know moving out to europe and riding you know poland and sweden and um you know places like that in which t- to become 
you know, a successful speeder rider, I think, you know, you have to go to them places, you know, there's a reason why, um, you know, riders are riding there nowadays is because to, to, you know, to keep your ability high, you have to ride against the best riders week in, week out. Um, and, you know, unfortunately you can't do that in England at the moment. Um, you know, that may change in the near future. Um, and, you know, I hope it does, but at the moment, you know, if you want to be riding against, you know, world championship level riders you have to ride in places like poland and sweden um and you know every rider's dream is to you know ride in the world stage and um you know you do any you, you know you'd ride anywhere you'd do anything to um you know to, to reach that goal um so for me it was just literally you know wherever i could ride to become the best spear rider you know that's what i'd do that's great to hear it, mate. Fingers, <laughs> fingers crossed you can get your foot in the door in Poland. You know? Yeah. Or, or, may, or maybe even somewhere like, like Sweden. Go somewhere yeah. a bit different where not everyone else yeah. is sort of heading, you know, that sort mm -hmm. of thing. But um, I think we're going to wrap it up for tonight, Dan. It's yeah, been no um, great having you on the show. Um, I thought it'd be a good insight to how the mm -hmm. season's been. And uh, maybe we can have a catch up at the end of this season to yeah. have a look a little look back at what happened this year, you know, yeah, this, this coming season. Yeah, um, yeah definitely. And things like that. But, Thanks for everyone who's watched tonight. It's been an interesting experience doing it doing it live. Thanks <laughs> to Dan for letting me do it because I know yeah, we had yeah, a conversation beforehand. But um, make sure you um, like the page that I'm you know, broadcasting on. Uh, make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel. Um, this was very minute, very much last minute sort of decision, but maybe as it's worked out all good tonight, we can have another live show with someone else. Um, but again, it'll be a case of if the other person wants to do it, but make sure you've liked all the, liked everything so far, watched everything, listened to it. And hopefully this will be out very, very soon. Dan, thanks for your time tonight, mate. No Appreciate thank you, it. Dan. Cheers. Thank you.